Do you feel that in a time when we are more connected than ever, we are drifting away from real human connection, especially to ourselves? I do. Hi, I'm Leticia Latino, and I want to invite you to join me and my very inspiring guests in exploring ways to reconnect to your essence, to your definite purpose, to what makes you tick. Are you ready? Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Back to Basics, Reconnecting to the Essence of You. Well, I have a special pair of guests today. Mark and John Cronin are a father and son team who founded Johnny's Crazy Socks, a social enterprise with a mission to spread happiness. Their leadership has demonstrated that pursuing social goals demonstrated what people with differing abilities can achieve and giving back makes for good business. Mark advocates for the rights of differently abled people, and his advocacy work has seen him testify before Congress twice and speak at the UN and make numerous trips to Capitol Hill. Hello, both of you. How are you doing? We are doing Very good. well. Thanks so much. Leticia, thank you for having us on your podcast. Well, this is great. You know, I work with my dad. So, John, I can feel what you feel working <laughs> working for <laughs> with dad on a daily basis. So, I mean, everything you're doing and, you know, social business and, and business for good is something I'm so passionate about and how we can amplify, you know, the message of we can make money and do good stuff. They don't have to be completely exclusive as some people think they are. And so why don't you share a little bit of Crazy, Crazy Sucks journey and, and just, you know, your journey in general? Well, the teacher want to pick up you know, on what you just spoke about. Not only don't we think that doing good and making money are not incompatible. In fact, we think they help each other. What we've created is a social enterprise where we have a social purpose and a business purpose, and they're indivisible, mm. right? So, buddy, you want to tell the audience what's the name of our business? Yes, our business is John's Crazy Socks. And you want to introduce us? Who are we? Yes. Who are you? My name is John. This is my partner, Mark. We are John Crazy Socks. Mm. And I'm your dad? Yes, you you my dad. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> I um, love it. <laughs> and Leticia, let me tell you a little bit about John, right? So let's see, you're an entrepreneur. Yes, I am. You're a sock tycoon. Yes. <laughs> you're a public speaker. Yes. You're a philanthropist. Yes, I am. Oh you're an athlete. Yes. In fact, you just won a gold medal at the New York State Special Olympic Games. I did. Oh my God. That is you're incredible. A, you're a dancer. Yeah, Diane. You have a girlfriend, so that means oh. you're a boyfriend. Yeah, I was very smooth. Very smooth. Uh, <laughs> wow. But, but you also have Down syndrome. Yeah, yes? Yes, I did it here. I have Down syndrome. Down syndrome never holds me back. I love it. I love it. And that's important to know, right? There, All of us are a lot of things. And John's a lot of things. Down syndrome. It's part of who he is, but it doesn't limit him and it doesn't define him. Oh, my God. And if he has achieved so many things so far, I can just imagine what he has in front of him. But, you know, you ask of how we got started. So, you know, origin stories matter, right? They give us our DNA. And our story 
starts in a small log cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. I like in this already. I, I know yeah, you, you really. know how to set a story. It, I can it, tell it, that already. It, <laughs> it, actually, it started on suburban Long Island, right? <laughs> right? Back about five and a half years ago. It's the fall of 2016. Mm-hmm. And where were you? Uh, I was at Huntington High School. It's going to be my last school. So John's trying to figure out what am I going to do when I'm done with school? Like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And what were you looking at? I like a job program in school. I don't like subjects I don't like. <laughs> and that's an unfortunate reality. Mm-hmm. There just aren't enough good opportunities for people with differing abilities. Mm-hmm. In the United States, only one in five people with a disability is employed. Mm-hmm. It's an awful situation. And that's what John was facing. But John here, he's a natural entrepreneur. Yes, I am. You didn't see a job you wanted. What'd you say? I want to create one. I want to make one. Mm, <laughs> wow. So, you know, let's make one. And what'd you tell me? I said, I want to go independent with my dad. I nice father to me in So the teacher, she works with her dad. And, you know, when John told me that, you know, I, I'm a lucky man. I, I've got three sons. And I'm thinking, well, this is one I can work with. <laughs> <laughs> But and what you were you, if you don't mind, at this point, when John had this idea, tried to recruit you, basically, to work with him, what were you doing at that time? I was starting some other online businesses. Mm-hmm. So I was there. And, and actually, this is um, kind of a, a very, it was an interesting time for us. For me personally and for our family, it was a very bad time. We had a family business, and that had shut down overnight. That I had run with my wife, and my wife had gotten into some trouble. I had done something you can't do. And then so she's in trouble with the law. Mm. We shut that business down overnight. And now you're trying to figure out, well, what do we do? How do we go forward? And I was starting some online businesses. So when John came to tell me that, at first blush, I'm thinking, John, he needed my help. But I now realize what was going on. John was saying, Dad, I'm there for you. I believe in you. He was lifting me up, which is very neat, right? Yeah. Oh, my um, God. that's The love between you two is so incredible. He, so there we are. He wants to go into business with me. We got to figure out what are we going to do? And you probably work with a lot of entrepreneurs and Entrepreneurs always have a lot of ideas, and some of them are good ideas. <laughs> so, what was one of your ideas? One of them is a food truck. I come idea from the movie Chef and John Favreau. Mm-hmm. A movie about a father and son bonding a food truck. So that sounds like a fun idea. I know they got lots of food trucks out of Miami. They got mm-hmm. lots of yes, yes, it's areas. big business. Yes. And and we're thinking, what could we make? Where would we sell it? And it seemed like great fun. But we ran into a problem. We can't cook. Yeah. (laughs) So it wasn't going to be a food truck. But then, right before Thanksgiving, U.S. Thanksgiving in November, John had his eureka moment. I did. I want to sell crazy socks. Mm. My socks, it's fun. It's colorful. It's creative. It always let me be me. 
Mm. We used to drive around looking for these socks for John. So we figured if John loved those socks as much, surely other people would too. But we could find our tribe. Mm. So we were off and running, right? Right, Dad. We, we went the lean startup route. We didn't do, with the, you know, didn't do a detailed business plan. It was, let's get something up and running. And we'll see how customers respond. Customers will tell us if this can work. Mm -hmm. So we built a, a website. We got some inventory. We're bootstrapping. So you got to make do with what you have. Mm -hmm. The only marketing we did was to set up a Facebook page. And I would take out my cell phone. And we made videos. And who do you think was in those videos? I am. Well, I talk about socks. That charming guy. Socks, socks, my socks. <laughs> right? Of know? course. And we noticed something. People started sharing those videos. And so we rolled up. And what day did we open? It was a Friday, December 9th, 2016. Mm. And we weren't sure what to expect. But we were very fortunate. We got a flood of orders, or at least it felt like a flood of orders. That first day, we got 42 orders. Wow. And most of them were local. We're, we're in a town of Huntington. He was in the high school. That's where we live. And what did we decide to do with those first orders? Our home deliveries. Home deliveries. So we got red boxes. We put the socks in the box. And we looked at it and said, boy, this needs something else. Yeah. What else did we put in? I've had, I've had socks, digging out, and candy. Mm. And bags of Hershey's Kisses and just filled up the boxes. And we loaded up the car. We drove around, and you delivered socks. I did. How the customers respond? Cashman loves it. They took our photos, posted on social media. Would I get expert? We had customers ordering again just to get John to come back to their door. Mm. So that first month, really two weeks, we shipped 452 orders. Oh, my God. That's and incredible. we had $13,000 in revenue. And we said... You know, we got something here. Yes. And you, you learn by doing. So we want, we learned a bunch of things. One. But people want to buy socks. Two, people want to buy socks from me. People <laughs> want to buy from John. They related to John. They like that personal touch of the note and the candy and the home delivery. They like the fact we had already pledged 5% of our earnings to the Special Olympics. Mm -hmm. And we also learned that. This young man. This is old man. This old <laughs> man. We could sell socks. Mm -hmm. So that's how we got started. And that was five and a half years ago. That is incredible. Today, how many different socks do we have? We have 4,000 different kinds of socks. Oh, 4,000 wow. different socks. That means John here is the owner of the world's largest sock store. Oh, my God. That is 4,000 different socks. We've shipped 380,000 orders to 88 different countries. We've been able to create 34 jobs. 22 of those are held by people with different abilities. You know, we've got 29,000 five-star reviews, 240,000 Facebook followers, and we've raised over $500,000 for our charity partners. That is incredible. Um, so... It's been a wild ride for these five and a half years. I love this story because just entrepreneurship, you know, besides the social consciousness, like just 
you two as entrepreneurs listening what the 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 customer wants, seeing a need because I mean I look for crazy socks or wacky sock day as 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 my kids school call it all the time, and so you do identify and it's not easy to find. I now that I know you, I for sure will get my kids to choose uh, from that four thousand pairs. Well, we love that. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> and and here's. You know, you started by talking about doing good. Here's here's what you get, right? You come to us. First, you're going to get great socks. But when you buy from us, you help us employ people with different abilities. You support the giving back. You support the advocacy work. And most of all, you spread happiness. Absolutely. I love your tagline, by the way. That's your tagline, right? Right, spreading happiness. We're spreading happiness, right? I love it, and that's that drives everything we do. So when we, you know, we had a staff meeting today. We're talking about a staff meeting, and it's how it's the criteria we use for making decisions, from everything from how we talk with customers to how what we post on social media to what products we sell. Is this going to make customers happy? Okay. And and What do you always say are the keys to happiness? It's gratitude and to father. Mm. Right. I, I'll give you an example. Right before signing on to talk to you, I was talking with a colleague because we want to do a survey of customers, get more customer feedback. We're always looking for ways to get customer feedback. And I said, are you going to offer an incentive, some sort of gift or thank you for completing the survey? And she said, no, I, I don't think we need to. I think we'll get enough response without doing that. So, okay, that's fine. And, and maybe you don't want to skew responses or something. But we still want to say thank you. We still want to send people some sort of gift if they take the time to fill out the survey. Because that's what we do. You show that gratitude, have that appreciation. Mm -hmm. And it runs through everything we do. Mm. That That is, yeah, gratitude definitely is one of the most understated superpowers that we have. You know, if you <laughs> practice gratitude, I think your entire life can turn around. Yes. It's how you look at things. I mean, this is a cartoon version of it. Mm -hmm. Two guys get in a car accident and they both lose a leg. And one guy walks around miserable. I lost my leg. I can't do this. I can't do that. This is terrible. The other guy is running around saying, This is great. I still got one leg. Look what I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all a matter of perspective. And uh, absolutely, that's that's definitely put it there. And the fact that you're, um, you know, doing this, you're creating a great business. I mean, for any for any son or daughter like John to have that opportunity to build this with your dad and with the family. And, and I'm sure as you go into the business side of it, what, what, what has been the, the most challenging part? It's the same thing that other businesses face. Mm -hmm. you know, how do you stay true to yourself? How do you grow beyond your initial customer base? And our particular challenge you know, came on finance. Mm -hmm. um, we bootstrapped when we started. We were very fortunate to grow rapidly. Mm -hmm. And this may sound counterintuitive, but growth is expensive. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so we grew rapidly. Then we cooled down. 
so by our third year, 2019, that proved to be a very difficult year. By the end of that year, we were nearly bankrupt. Um, and we were out looking for the right partners. And, you know, that was a challenge because we had investors willing or interested in putting money into the company, but we didn't like the terms. Mm-hmm. And what most of them wanted to do was shut us down and buy the brand. Mm-hmm. And we had to just keep staying alive long enough. We did find the ideal partner for us, mm-hmm. a third generation family business that manufactures socks for department stores and brand names. Mm. Um, And so now we work together. They give us both some financial stability, but also the manufacturing capability Mm -hmm. to support our growth. But that was a big challenge to hold out, you know, stay alive, basically, Mm -hmm. long enough until we could find the right part. And I appreciate that. And that's why I asked, because obviously you are somebody, the two of you that are connected to what I call the back to basics, what's important, your mission of spreading happiness. And so it's not easy sometimes, as you say, as you grow your business, sometimes you have to sell your soul to the <laughs> to the devil, as they call it. And well, and it's I think that's a challenge. You, you know, the, here's here's the positive side of it. I think every organization, you have to know what your purpose is. You have to know what you're about. And it can't just be, we're going to make money. (laughs) And don't get me wrong. We want to make money. We like to live indoors. (laughs) John, you like to go to Met games and we got to buy those tickets, right? You want to make money. But there's got to be something larger, something that means more. And that, in fact, connects us with our customers with our colleagues and you have to know what your values are you have to know what matters we have our five pillars that we built this business on but then when the tough times come and they will come you know here's an example when you get hit with a pandemic Mm -hmm. (laughs) if you know what your purpose is and you know what your values are it gives you a resiliency it enables you to find your way through those tough times. So, I mean, I can share with you, I could use the pandemic as an example. Pandemic was terrible for our business. Right? It was terrible for everybody. It cost us hundreds of thousands of dollars. But what do you do? Well, stay true to your purpose and your values. So the very first thing was, we had to take care of everybody's health. We had to make sure that everybody was safe. And particularly, with so many of our colleagues having different abilities, many of them were particularly vulnerable. So let's be safe. Then, how can we adapt? What do we have to do to figure out this new world? So here's an example. We host tours for schools and social service agencies. They're great things. We've had hundreds of people. We've had over a thousand people come through on these tours. Mm -hmm. Well, during the pandemic, we couldn't do that. So we moved them online. Well, this opens new new opportunities. So we've now had school groups from around the world come for tours of our operation. Oh, that's great. So you do that. You know, um, socks, 
we make socks. We're in the midst of pandemic. What could we do? Well, we made healthcare superhero socks to say mm. thank you to the frontline workers. And those have raised over $50,000 for the American Nurses Foundation oh, and their COVID-19. And then you look and say, well, what are their new opportunities? What's new out there? So an easy one for us, we designed masks and sold masks that raised money for our charity partners. Mm -hmm. We, um, people are locked down and separated. How do you spread happiness in that? Well, what do you do every Tuesday afternoon, John? I would identify every Tuesday at 3 p.m. So after we're done with this podcast recording, John's going to host his weekly online dance party. Oh, wow. That sounds That's a way to spread happiness. We started a a, uh, Facebook live show, spreading the Spreading Happiness show, 7 o'clock every Thursday night. Because if everybody's remote, how do you connect with people? Mm -hmm. And that has now grown. So we have our own podcast. It's Mm. the Spreading Happiness podcast. Yes. It's just the two of us bantering. Right. Sharing (laughs) some good news. Giving some updates, right? Telling some jokes. Right. You give an update on your love life. I do. <laughs> well, that that's why you're so you're pros at this. You I didn't know about the podcast, but I have to look it up. It's new. It's new. We've been doing yeah. it uh since February, once a oh. week. Um just oh, we'll make sure hour. to have the notes. All yes. we want to do is make people smile, put a smile on people's faces. Give them something to feel good about. Um, that is an incredible mission. But that comes back to you got to know your purpose, got to know your values. And then no matter what hits you, you know, you can keep finding a way forward. Mm. And I know I don't know what I read. That is something that I always say, too. But in your case, it's so much inspirational what you say to show what's possible. I always say, like, I love to say to make the impossible possible. There's so many people that, you know, will shut you down saying that's not possible. And I just love to, you know, have stories like yours and, and others as to show what's possible if you want to. Well, sometimes you can group people into two groups. One group are going to tell you all the reasons why something can't work, or all the reasons why this is no good and that's not going to happen. The other group are just rolling up their sleeves and saying, okay, what do we got to do to make this happen? Yes. Right? yes what do absolutely. we do? I'll give you uh, an example with us and with my partner here, John. So it's January of 2017. We're just getting started. And we're learning firsthand. Nobody buys anything in January. They spent all their money at the holidays. Mm-hmm. And that's when we realized that people celebrate World Down Syndrome Day by wearing crazy socks. Oh. When, when is World Down Syndrome Day? I, I, I'm more confirmed as 321. It's because you get Down Syndrome by having an extra 21st chromosome. Right? So we all have 23 pairs of chromosomes. Mm-hmm. People with Down Syndrome have a little extra. They got mm-hmm. an extra 21st chromosome. Mm-hmm. All right, so there we are. And at that point, we're only selling other people's socks. So we go looking for a Down syndrome-themed sock that we could sell. Nobody made one. What are we going to do? 
Well, John had the answer. What I did you say? I, I want to make one. I want to create one. So John designed mm-hmm. the world's first Down syndrome awareness sock. And we got a mill that made it for us. Um, and that raises money for the National Down Syndrome Society. That is but that's John being a natural entrepreneur of, okay, we'll figure this out. How are we going to make this work? That is beautiful. That is really something where you can take uh, your genius, so to speak, what you're good at and really create it in something that, that's for the greater good. And so is there anything I always like to hear about any new initiatives that you want to highlight? I always like to, before the interview ends, to give an open microphone, anything exciting in you at this point, other than all the incredible things you're doing? Well, we've been very fortunate, but yes, we have new things that we're moving on to. We're continuing to develop and grow our direct-to-consumer business or our website. Mm-hmm. Um, we are growing our B2B business. For several years now, we have been making custom socks for other people. We've made them for Google, for Microsoft, Ernst & Young. Mm-hmm. We're very smart people. <laughs> we said, you know, we've never advertised or marketed this. What do you think would happen if we actually marketed these services? Mm-hmm. So we're growing that and that's going We're going to enter the wholesale channel in the fourth quarter. We already have uh, arrangements with one large retailer to be in over 850 stores come the fourth quarter um, so that people can find us elsewhere. We have our sock design contest going on now, $1,000 prize. Plus, we make you sock famous. We make the socks. And then we donate money to a charity of your choice. That's and incredible. we have a special project going on, which, uh, and this is my favorite, and we, we think it's going to be a game changer. We're creating a program called JCS Champions. Mm-hmm. We want to put people with differing abilities into their own business by giving them a business in a box. So mm-hmm. enrollees, We'll be able to open a business selling our songs and they can go to craft fairs or farmers markets or county fairs or or maybe a store in town and set up a stand. It's a micro business, but for so many people, they have nothing. Mm, and it'll enable them to get started. If they want, they can keep it small and still collect their benefits or they can grow. They can sell other products. Um, for the enrollees, we're going to give them a six week training program. Mm-hmm. Then we will give them a business in a box, an inventory of socks to sell, selling stands, marketing materials, and off they go. Not a franchise. It's, it's not. We don't own it. It'll be their independent business. But we're mm-hmm. going to enroll the first five people come uh, October. Mm-hmm. And over five years, we want to enroll. We want to create 1,000 new businesses across the country. So we're very excited about that. I uh, that's incredible model and uh yeah I think it's going to be very very successful indeed. We got a lot going on. As, I can As you see like that. to say we're just getting started. Right? Absolutely. I love that. I love that. So you know when to, to end the interview I always ask my guests what makes them tick. So I've heard about John being a great dancer and I'm sure that that makes you tick gets you excited. What else gets you excited? What else gets you excited, buddy? 
Besides the girlfriend, we heard about the girlfriend. Oh, but no, <laughs> about the girlfriend. <laughs> what do you like doing? Well, you like working. I like working. What else do you like doing? I, I, I like to do videos. Oh, you like, well, we know what you like doing at work. You like making videos. You're making a lot of TikTok videos now, aren't you? I do. You like that and all the dancing. But you like Ooh, all the gonna, movies. You go to the movies. You go to ball games, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, I, I, I love going to ball games. And hanging out with your brothers, I do. And your friends. Yep, you're an active guy, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. And what about you, Mark? When things get tough and you get to reconnect to your essence, to keep going with at full blast, what do you like to do? Oh, I'm big on uh, hanging out with friends. I love to travel. I love road trips. Um, we're excited. We do a lot of speaking engagements. This may not excite everybody. But we're very excited. We're going to Fargo, North Dakota in August. Oh. And the reason I'm excited, that's the only state of the lower 48 that I've not visited. So I'm looking forward to going to Fargo. Awesome. Um, here's a little project I have. It's kind of a, a silly little side thing. I'm a big uh, fan of Bob Dylan. So mm -hmm. on his birthday this year, I started a little email project and every day i send out the bob dylan song of the day um i do a little write-up a little background it's got nothing to do with work nothing to do with anything else and so now i'm up to song 35 i think oh um, that's incredible and that list has been growing i think there are now over 90 people getting this email every day so uh mm, that's a little fun I thing i love it i love you know. it Well, I think you guys are doing fantastic. I'm very inspired by what you're doing. And, uh, you know, again, as I said, being somebody that works with that, John, I can totally relate to, to, yeah. to, to your feeling. It's awesome. And I definitely will be spreading happiness with you and, and sharing your story and your socks with, with as many people as I can. Well, thank you. Do you have any advice for people before we go? I do. Follow your heart. Follow your dreams. Walk hard, so you can do. That's pretty cool. And when do you put a plug in, buddy? Yeah, Dad. I, I you can find find us at johnscreasysocks.com. Right, and we're on all the social media platforms, and come, you know, John, Facebook and Instagram, and now TikTok, and come hear our podcast, the Spreading Happiness Podcast on all the regular platforms. And, and here's the thing, just so you know, you buy from us, you get great socks, but you also help us employ people with different abilities. You help us give back. Most of all, you help us spread happiness. Mm, I love it. You guys made me happy today. I thank you so much for being part of Back to Basics and for all you do. And you have an open microphone, although you have your own podcast, but you're always welcoming mine anytime that you want. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. So thank you, everybody. And until the next episode of Back to Basics, I know you enjoyed this one. Take care. You've been listening to Back to Basics. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, subscribe Rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite streaming platforms. This is the best gift you can give us. 
join me next week for another Back to Basics conversation. And if you want to find out about other exciting things I'm working on, visit LeticiaLatino.com. Thank you, and until the next time.